and this is New England Public Radio News. Good afternoon, I'm Karine Jiri. Today at the noon mass in Springfield's St. Michael's Cathedral, Bishop Mitchell Rosansky marked his first anniversary as leader of Catholics across Massachusetts' four western counties. Rosansky has received a lot of attention and criticism for putting the brakes on a rebuilding project for the tornado-ravaged Cathedral High School and later deciding to merge the school with one in Holyoke. But Rosansky, who came to Springfield from Baltimore, tells me he spent a lot of this past year just learning about the region. When I arrived here, I knew nothing about the local church, about the Diocese of Springfield or Western Massachusetts. So I set as my goal to get out to visit as many parishes as possible and to get to meet our people, the people of the diocese, and to get to know the territory. So this past year really has been a concentration on getting to know the Church of Springfield and getting to know the people of the Church of Springfield. Eighty parishes in, in Springfield, in the Springfield Diocese? Have you been to, to all of them yet? I have not been to all of them, but I've been to 60 plus. So I have a few more to work on, and I'm looking forward to doing that um, and getting to all of our parishes within this first year and a half. What has been your biggest challenge? Well, I would say that the challenge that was uh, really presented to me concerning Cathedral High School and Catholic secondary education uh, here in this area of our diocese uh, was a challenge but it also was a great opportunity. Uh, but working in collaboration with so many of our good people, uh, it helped to get a vision and to bring clarity to that vision. So that's been a great challenge, but also a great blessing for me. And it was just a couple of months, perhaps, after your installation as bishop that you took this, uh, this issue of cathedral head on and it led some politicians and, and even some members of the diocese to, to voice uh, frustration and even anger. Some are even accusing you of going back on the church's word to rebuild cathedral. Did you anticipate such feedback? Well, I knew that uh, any decision would cause controversy. But first, what I had to look out for was the wider picture uh, of the whole Diocese of Springfield, and then to look for a school that would be sustainable well into the future. And I knew that uh, we had some time to do that because the uh, really the deconstruction of Cathedral High School was, was taking place over this year, uh, uh, tearing down the former site that was uh, on Surrey Road. So I'm not, I do not regret taking the time to really look at the picture, to see what needed to be done, to come to a conclusion, and to build not just for the present, but to build for the future generations of our young people of Springfield. You mentioned the issue of sustainability. I take that's declining enrollment. That issue still persists, doesn't it? And, and, and how do you plan to reverse declining enrollment? Well, I feel that declining enrollment is really tied to the cost of tuition and our families sacrifice a great deal to send their children to Catholic schools. So it will be my job, really, over these next few years to help to build up an endowment for our high school so that money could be used from that endowment to subsidize tuition and to make the cost affordable. If we can make it affordable to all of our Catholic families uh, through the endowment, we will have no problems with enrollment. Another issue is, is sort of declining attendance um, at parishes. 
Over the years, uh, the diocese, the Springfield Diocese, has, has made a number of closings uh, of parishes uh, due to a drop in attendance. Is there still a problem with Catholics attending church, and, uh, and are more parish closings planned? I would say at this point, uh, I would like to focus on an effort of evangelization to reach out to those who feel alienated from the church, to reach out to those who have stopped the practice of their faith, and in a focused way, to invite them back to the practice of the faith. So that's my goal for this coming year and really for the years ahead. And I feel in doing that, we are really fulfilling our mission as a church. And it's not the buildings, it is the people. And that's what Christ calls us to be. So I feel if we really live the mission that Christ gives to us, if we live it joyfully and faithfully, we will draw others to the beauty that is the church. I've noticed worldwide churches have been filled to the brims, Catholic churches, yet that doesn't seem to be the case here in the United States. Any idea why? And I would say that uh, the, the uh, rise of secularization of the um, individualism that we have really tunes out the need that we have for community. But one of the most profound statements I've ever heard about a reflection of the people in the United States was from St. Uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta when she visited here and she said she's not seen sadness in people's eyes as she does see here in the United States. And that is really shocking because she had dealt with really the, the poor, the, the slums, the homeless, those who lived in the streets of Calcutta. And yet she made that statement about the United States. And I think it's a good reflection on the fact that uh, if we look at a culture that keeps telling us we, we have to have material things, we're only happy when we have material things, and we buy into that, then we find it's very empty. And I think the role of the church is to say there's more to life than material things. There's the values that are eternal that we're called to live. And if we proclaim that prophetically and joyfully, then I think we bring joy to those who are truly looking for something to fill the emptiness of their lives. Pope Francis is scheduled to come to visit the United States next month. Um, you'll be having stops in, in Washington, D.C., in New York, and, and uh, Philadelphia. Uh, you planning on, on having an audience with the Pope? I know that he is meeting with uh, us as a body of bishops uh, at St. Matthew's Cathedral uh, in the first part of his visit. And also, uh, because of my work with the Ecumenical Interreligious Affairs Office of the Catholic Bishops, I will be joining with the Holy Father in New York at Ground Zero for the uh, Ecumenical uh, and Interfaith Prayer Service that will take place there. What excites you most about the Pope's visit to the United States? This Pope really speaks his mind, and he speaks the gospel truth, and he challenges us. His words are a challenge. Many people come to me and say, I really like Pope Francis. And I say to them, are you really listening to what he's saying? Are you really reading what he is writing? Because it's very challenging to me. And I think it's challenging to all Catholics. So the freshness of the way he presents the challenge of living our faith, 
uh, I, I think really uh, draws people to him, but also challenges us. So I'm looking forward to the challenges that he gives to us as citizens of the United States when he comes to visit our country. Bishop Mitchell Rosansky, thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. Good to be with you today.